Broncos, the wellness podcast brought to you by Bronco Fit, Boise State's campus wellness department. We are found on the first floor of the Norco building and aim to make Boise State America's healthiest learning environment. We've created this podcast with the goal of bringing you quick wellness tips and tricks to incorporate throughout your day. My name is Elizabeth Bricker and I'm Hannah Campbell and we are Bronco Fit Peer Health Educators. Welcome to this week's episode of the Balanced Broncos podcast. This week, um, we are joined with two people who work for Campus Recreation, Dakota Isaac and Ben Nutt. And if you guys could introduce yourselves, that would be great. Yes, hello. Thanks for having us. Uh, My name is Dakota Isaac. I am in my sixth year at Boise State getting my master's degree right now. I have a graduate assistant position with the fitness program at the rec and this is my last semester in this role Um, so I just help oversee our group fitness program and personal trainers at the rec and I'm Ben and uh, I'm a junior this year undergraduate student I kind of have a uh, multitude of positions at the rec but most of all I'm personal trainer group x instructor and then I also instruct two of the Bronco Fit 165 intro to weight training classes Thanks guys, excited to have you here. And um, this week's weekly wellness tip is to set New Year's um, wellness and health goals. And so we're just gonna talk about the different ways that we can set those goals in a way that is realistic and makes the most sense for each person individually. Um, So we kind of know that most people in the US are setting New Year's resolution goals. And so about half of US adults make New Year's resolutions, but Not a lot of people follow through on those. Only 10% of people actually keep them for more than a few months. So I think that kind of when we think about New Year's resolutions, it it can be hard to get ourselves in a good mindset for that because we know that a lot of people are failing with their their New Year's resolutions and it can be kind of daunting to even want to um, care about setting them. Um, So I'd love to hear your guys' perspective on if you set New Year's resolutions and what that looks like and um, kind of where we can start with setting goals for the new year. Yeah, so I guess I'll start first. I mean, like everybody who's tried to set New Year's resolution goals, it's a a love-hate relationship because like you said, only about 10% of people keep them. And I've definitely had my fair share of goals that I've made in the past and haven't kept. And this year... This year, I did a little bit differently because I didn't set strict goals. I didn't write down, you know, for instance, somebody who's wanting to lose weight. Like, if I wanted to lose weight, I wouldn't. This year, I didn't put down I want to lose 10 pounds or something like that. Um, I I uh, <clears throat> talked a little bit more about process goals. So not having that product goal of this finished outcome, but something that you continually work on throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire year. And... Like I said, the term for those are process goals. And for me, my biggest process goal is when it comes to fitness, when it comes to the gym, I love lifting weights. And that's just where I'm comfortable. But I'm my goal, my process goal for this year is to continue to build better habits in, you know, other areas of fitness as well. So getting more cardio in, um, you know, trying to eat better. So just building better, healthier habits instead of, you know, focusing solely on one thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, like I said, I don't have any specific goals that I set for myself this year, just continuing to get healthier habits, you know, get my sleep in, read a little bit more. Yeah. From a kind of like a fitness and wellness perspective, um, 
how important is it for us to be focusing on other things like sleeping and, you know, trying to eat well and kind of be um, taking care of our like stress and mental health in addition to like our physical body and exercising, would you say? So that's a good question because everybody has different perspectives on it. But I think when people think of fitness, they usually think of one thing. That's like the gym. It's have having the summer body or something like that. But when it comes down to it, there's so many different things that encompass the term fitness. And everybody has a different view of what fitness means to them. For some people, it just means being able to do what they love every single day without having the difficulty of you know doing it, whether they just want to be able to go hiking with their, mm-hmm. their significant other. For some people, it is, you know, they do want to train just to, you know, get huge and get big muscles. And I think that in, no matter where you are on that spectrum, we can't be there unless we're encompassing all the other things such as healthy sleep habits, healthy eating habits. Of course, we're humans. We're not going to be perfect. But in order to get the most out of everything that we do, we need to make sure that we're, in, you know, doing those those uh, things that are required. Yeah, going off of that, just a few examples. So um, I'm a club swim coach, and I've seen a lot with my athletes. Um, they're like, I'm working so hard in the pool every day, but I'm not improving. What's going on? And then I ask them questions like, well, how's school going? Um, what is your sleep like? You know, I want to see what a day of your food looks like. And there are so many areas where I'm like, all right, I think we can improve on this. So you can just see how so many other factors impact one thing. And that's so another example is with um, clients that I've trained at the rec. Um, you know, they're killing it, but they know they're like, well, my sleep's really bad and stress at work is just is just really impacting me. And they like feel that affect their workouts um so it's a little bit slower to get to those goals um you know with the stress at work that sometimes will lead into canceling training sessions or just not really having that motivation to go to the gym so like what ben said there's so many other other factors that um come into play right i think it's important kind of what you guys are saying is not to get super tunnel vision with our goals if we're wanting to you know, exercise more or sleep better, just kind of recognizing that all those things are tied in together and that we need to be kind of stepping back a little bit and focusing on the bigger picture rather than kind of honing in on one specific piece of that completely. Yeah, and going off of that, because I completely agree on that, and one of the things that I think people really get tied down to is when they create a goal, they feel like when they create the goal at the beginning of the year, that goal has to be exactly the same as it was at the end of the year. But that's definitely, in real life, that's not how it works. Your goals are going to change over time. Your goals are going to change from the time that you created them to the time that, you know, 12 months later, it's not going to look the same. So it's okay to adjust, go back, readjust, reevaluate your goals, and to change them so that they fit a little bit more in line with what you think you'll be able to accomplish and where you, where you are at currently in your life. Because you don't know what's going to happen the next year that's going to impact one of the goals that you, you made. For sure. I, I can definitely attest to that with this last year, right? I think we can all say that goals kind of um, 
over time as we experience new challenges in our lives, it's hard not to kind of cling to that original goal. But I think that if we adjust them based on what's going on in our lives and kind of be a little bit kinder to ourselves with that, then we can um, still be moving towards our goals rather than just kind of giving up on them completely. Um, and I think that's something that's important to note is if you're not the type of person who wants to set New Year's resolutions and wants to set goals, then don't. <laughs> I think if this is your jam and setting resolutions and goals is something that you really enjoy and look forward to, then you should. But I just thought that I would um, add that in there. Um, as far as for people who have never like worked out in the gym before or don't really feel comfortable going, um, don't have a lot of experience with physical activity and exercise, what's something that's kind of easy to start with um, as far as goal setting goes and just getting some physical activity and exercise into our schedules? Um, I have some input on that. So um, with just getting started, um, not really with with goal setting, but just getting started in general, um, it's really just taking that first step. So I know we always hear well, the gym's really intimidating. I don't know how to lift weights or I don't know how to how to do this. I don't want to go there. You just gotta show up um, and try new things. My word, so like Ben, I didn't really set specific goals, like I wanna do this, I wanna do this, but more um, just big focuses for this year. And I have a word and that mm -hmm. word is growth. And I'm a big believer in challenges and how um, going through struggles and challenges are how we grow. So I'm always looking for things to challenge myself because I know later on that's going to help me grow. So when it comes to, you know, taking that first step and just trying it, get uncomfortable because that is where growth is going to happen. Um, for a beginner, I would highly recommend our group fitness classes at the rec. Um, since Broncos students who are listening to this, um, we've got an awesome schedule, incredible instructors. Um, where you can just go be in an awesome, inclusive environment, have fun, sweat, learn how to exercise because we go over a lot of form tech, form and technique and um, a lot of exercises during one group fitness class. So you can learn a lot just by attending a class. Um, as far as working out from home, um, I think a really great way to get exercise is just going for walks, going for walks outside. Um, enjoying the weather, enjoying the views, just kind of taking it all in. I think it's that's so beneficial for anyone, just getting out and getting fresh air. Um, or watching fitness classes and taking them from your living room. We've got a rec YouTube page with a ton of fitness classes. We have over 150 classes on there, um, and they're all of our instructors from the rec, and you just follow the video. You can do it from your room. So that's another awesome option. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. What about you, Ben? Yeah, just touching on that, um, I the, the thing when first starting out is you don't need to take a big giant step. You don't need to go 100% right away. And especially for the people who have never been to a gym and are uncomfortable in the gym, the great thing about the rec and the reason I call it, you know, whenever I'm going to go work out, I don't say I'm going to the gym. I always say I'm going to the rec because the rec is a lot more than just a gym, at least in my point of view. We have, you know, we have the intramurals that you can get yourself acquainted with. Um, we have the, the climbing gym. 
which is awesome. So you can do all these things, these things that are inside the wreck that kind of get you accustomed to that environment. And as you start to, you know, meet people and get friends and stuff like that, your confidence is going to grow and it's going to feel a little bit less intimidating to go try something new if you're already in a familiar situation. So it's like, you know, exactly like Dakota said, go try some of our fitness classes where we, you know, it's super laid back. It's a lot of fun. We play music. And then, you know, a couple weeks after that, you're like, Hey, I kind of want to go try, you know, doing some weights by myself, you know, ask one of the instructors for some tips or, you know, go, go down for, even if it's just 10 minutes after the exercise class and throw around some weights and, you know, do some bicep curls or something like that. So you don't need to jump in to the deep end of the pool right away. You can, you can start, you know, on the bunny hill and, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't have to go all in at once. So take it nice and slow. Right. Yeah. I definitely think that that is a good suggestion. I was reading a little about a bit about how we can set successful new year's resolutions. And they were talking about basically lowering the bar for yourself and kind of like setting tiny resolutions, small things. And I love that idea, you know, go to a class once a week and then for 10 minutes afterwards, go try something new, like just adding like a small something into your new year's resolution or into your schedule can kind of change it up for you and help you um, achieve the goals that you set for sure. Um, I was just going to talk a little bit about, I mean, everyone's already heard this. I'm not going to go into detail, but smart goals. Um, I think always remembering, you know, setting that specific goal, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So realistic really is the word I focus on when I think of smart goals. Um, because sure, we've all heard a lot of unrealistic goals. Maybe we've even set unrealistic goals for, for ourselves. Um, so I think remembering like, okay, you know, here's a little goal. Start small, like what Ben was saying. Um, realistic, achievable, timely, you know, when do you want to get this done? And then you go on from there. Then you set your next goal and you just do it in, in baby steps. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you guys have any tips for accountability with our goals? Meet people. You have an accountability partner, you know. Um, somebody, find somebody who's already doing what you want to be doing. And, you know, they can help you stay accountable because it might just be as simple as, you know, I love working out with people or, you know, the reason I love the Bronco Fit classes is because I can teach you know, I know how amazing physical exercise can be, and I'm just so excited to teach it to everybody because I know what it can do for them. And uh, so find somebody who's in love with it. Find somebody who loves going to the gym and just, you know, stick with them, learn from them. And that excitement from them loving to go to the gym, from them loving to, you know, do physical activity is going to wear off on you because you're the average of the five people you spend most of your time around. So if you spend your time around people with healthy habits, you're going to start developing healthy habits yourself. For sure. I think um, sometimes when we like are achieving our goals and, you know, we did go to the gym or we did go on a run, such and such, we don't always have the best, healthiest ways of celebrating those goals. Do you guys have anything that you do in your lives to kind of, you know, celebrate your goals or you think would be a good suggestion or things you do with clients? I don't, I don't really do anything specific. I just really make sure um, I'll, I preach this in my classes too. Um, I always like to reflect after 
a workout or sometimes even usually like it's during the cool down of a workout and I just reflect and kind of sounds cheesy but like thank my body for what it just accomplished um you know at the end of a group x class I'll always say usually when we're in child's pose or something just taking deep breaths I'm like reflect on this moment think about the hard work you just put in be proud of that um you made it here that was the hardest part you did it so I don't think really rewarding with like an item it doesn't have to be um with like something super specific but I think it's just important to remember um that our bodies are incredible and we should be thankful that we can move and we should take advantage of of the time we have in our day when we're able to just you know step into a 30 minute class or go out for a walk when it's nice and sunny and and little things like that yeah i agree and kind of going back to that you know not wanting to jump into the deep end of the pool right away people think especially when it you know comes to start starting to live a healthier lifestyle changing your eating starting to go to the gym they think you have to make all these changes at once they think that their life is going to be completely different from the time they they wake up or the time they go to bed tonight to the time that they're committing to make the change tomorrow they think that all this stuff is you know they have to switch around they can't stop you know they can't eat any foods that they like anymore they have to spend all their free time at the gym that's not the case me you know i love food I love to eat food, so I know that I push myself hard in the gym, I'm active, I have healthy habits that I'm just always continuing to improve, but if I want a slice of pizza when I go out to, if I go bowling or something like that, or just go out with friends or something, I'm not going to feel bad for having a slice of pizza, you know, I'll, you know, don't beat yourself up over I agree with that too. I like to, to preach that um, when it's so strict. And I actually used to be this way when I was an athlete. I literally thought a bite of a cookie would like make me a slower swimmer. I kid you not. I was like, nope, I can't eat that. I won't do it. I won't drink that sip of soda. It's going to affect me. You know, all these little things where it's like, shoot, I kind of want that cookie though. But no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And so I've really started to learn like, no, if you want that cookie, eat it. Um, and it's hard because I, I work with some people on, on their nutrition and, um, they'll be like, well, I had a really bad eating day. So now I just need to like totally reset and Monday's a new day. And I'm like, okay, just because you had one bad eating day, that doesn't mean it's all over. It's not the end of the world. Being, being kinder to ourselves is an important part of goal setting. And when we're, you know, not achieving our goals that we think that we want to be able to achieve and that sort of thing, just kind of being able to, um, like you were talking about Dakota, recognize that maybe you didn't have the day that you wanted, but being kind to yourself and moving on from that for sure, I think is an important part of the process. Yeah. And I think this whole year was really kind of about that and a good time for us to focus on resetting and re-evaluating goals. Um, and especially focus on, you know, mental health and kind of the the reasons why we exercise. I think a lot of people, you know, we're spending a lot of time in the gym and on specific routines. And I think this is a good year to focus on kind of our, our motivation behind physical activity and exercise and is an important part of goal setting for fitness and wellness is, you know, why do I want to set this goal? Is it because I want to look better? Is it because I want to feel better? And 
Um, I think it's important for each person to find their own internal motivation and really figure out why they are wanting to exercise or what it is about physical activity and exercise that makes them feel good because I think that our motivation is ultimately what propels us towards our goals and um, helps us to accomplish them. Yeah, you've got to have that intrinsic intrinsic motivation. If it's all extrinsic, it might not go, you know, 100% the way you're wanting it to go. There's got to be a part of you that, that wants it, you know, and a reason behind that. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been great to have you. Any final thoughts about um, goal setting for the year? I think it's just to keep an open mind about the upcoming year. Obviously, everybody had a, had a weird year last year. It's good to set goals, have those goals. But just to reiterate, as we said earlier, don't be afraid to go back and adjust those goals. My goals went from, you know, last year my goals went from getting swollen in the gym to just doing some workout, you know, getting a little bit of physical activity in every day once everything closed down. And it was super easy just to, for me to just want to sit on the couch and watch movies or play video games and eat food. And so my goal, my goals shifted from, you know, these high-end, you know, somewhat performance goals to just moving around and staying active. Sure. Yeah, my um, my tips, not really for goal setting, but just my final thoughts are to challenge yourself, get uncomfortable, and try something new. Those are my those are my final tips. Alrighty, thank you both. It's great to have two fitness experts on our podcast today talking about how to kickstart our wellness goals for 2021 and discuss what they may look like. As a reminder, we are in a pandemic, so don't forget to be kind to yourself when goal setting and remember that any effort you put forth toward, towards your overall health and well-being should be celebrated, whether that be a night of eight hours of sleep or going for a walk. As Dakota said, your body does a lot for you and you can take time to appreciate all that's doing to keep you alive and moving. If goal setting is for you and you decide you want to set goals, Don't forget to make your goals specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Be kind to yourself. It's okay to adjust your goals as we move throughout the year. Try something new. Go to a fitness class or try going for walks. Acknowledge that hard things and things that challenge us grow us as people and are ultimately for our benefit. Understand and search for your motivation behind goal setting. What's the reason for your goals? Find a friend. The people we surround ourselves with impact our own habits. Lastly, try not to get televisioned your goals and remember that all dimensions of your wellness impact and build off of one another. Happy New Year from all of us at Bronco Fit.